0: To electric sheep, the knitting podcast from Hoxton Handmade, episode three: Anarchy and Chocolate. Hello, and thanks for tuning in. Um, and a special shout out to Woolly Stuff and Hello Nitty, who've been very generous with their feedback. Noticed that the, uh, well, I suppose you'd call it the electric sheep jingle, um, is now available to download. Um, someone wrote to me asking what the song was, and I had to explain that it's just something I cobbled together in GarageBand. Um, but not wanting to disappoint a lovely listener, I've installed it as a separate track. electric sheep I'll be discussing knitting anarchy. Is it possible? Are you a tame or radical knitter? How can you get involved if you want to give it a try? I'll also be looking at knitting and handmade courses where you can try your hand at all sorts of creative projects. Finally, a little retail therapy with the best online sites for handmade shopping. As ever, all the links and website information you need will be posted up on the blog at the end of the podcast. sit back, do a little knitting, eat a little chocolate this weekend, I hope, and let's have a look at some electric sheep. I confess I am rather tame when it comes to knitting. I make sweaters and cardigans, hats and scarves. I use natural fibres in relatively modest colours. I rarely experiment with groundbreaking sculptural construction. But out there in the knitting ether are a whole load of people who'd never even think of knitting a navy blue woolen scarf when there are so many other things you could be knitting instead, like a pink cover for an army tank, or a replica woolen lipstick, or a miniature set of ovaries. Some see knitting as a radical political statement. Gorilla knitting is not a new programme from the Diane Fossey Foundation to give endangered apes in the Congo an alternative source of income. Rather, it's those who are graffiti knitters, leaving yarn tags on car aerials and lampposts all over the city. Clearly, I need to be a little more adventurous. I think it's a testament to the fabulousness of knitting, that it can be moulded to such an eclectic variety of agendas. No offence, but it's difficult to see how you could get political with papier-mâché though you can bet there's someone out there who's tried. And why not? One of the most brilliant aspects of knitting is its malleability. Yarn can be manipulated every which way. And yarn itself is being reinterpreted all the time, using paper, banana leaves, plastic. People have even experimented with their pet's fur. Although I'm not convinced cat yarn is about to start storming the major fashion houses. Although it must be said, I think there's something slightly at odds with knitting being a tool of radical social change. Without wishing to be too controversial, knitting, and by extension knitters, are just too damn nice. We're probably the least likely group of people to stage a coup d'etat. For a start, we'd have our hands full, which isn't ideal if you're trying to direct or, worse still, participate in any sort of military manoeuvres. Even a diplomatic intervention would be tricky. Get a bunch of knitters in the room, and rather than discussing civil unrest, we'll be on to the latest patterns from Knitty and the current debate on Ravelry. Before long, someone will ask if there's any wine around. Our visiting diplomatic dignitary will mention that no, actually, he doesn't know how to knit. And boom, we'll be on to a pronto knitting conversion as we explain the genius of the magic loop. On the plus side, we're seriously talented at passive resistance. Blockades, sit-ins and strikes would be a doddle as long as we're kept well stocked with yarn and tea and cake and maybe the odd glass of wine. I like to think Gandhi and his homespun cotton would have approved. Which isn't to say we're all a bunch of pushovers. A quick glance online under the headings Continental versus English, Magic Loop versus DPNs or God forbid acrylic versus wool and you'll discover there are some very serious lines drawn in the sand for some people. But knitting is an empowering act. There's something to be said for being able to clothe yourself in garments practical for the British climate. You may scoff now, but once those ice caps melt, you'll be laughing on the other side of your polyester nylon blend hoodie from Primark. It's also a fiercely independent craft. It's largely self-taught, and I've never seen two people knit quite the same way. And put us in a group and we could probably conquer the world. If we weren't having too much fun knitting, of course. Even the most dazzling of crafts must have its drawbacks. Lately, I have become intrigued by this notion of harnessing our collective energy. I knit, amongst others, has already proven the might of the knitterati in their charity projects. Innocent do it every year as they collect knitted hats for their smoothie bottles and help the aged. But I like the edge the graffiti knitters and gorilla knitters possess the clear message that this is perhaps one knitting activity not confined to the WI or the Nanas from the Shreddies commercial. Kerry Smith is well ahead of me in this area as you can see from her book The Gorilla Art Kit. Not confined to knitting, it's a veritable encyclopedia of ways to make a little gorilla art of your own. A quick flick through reveals many simple but genius plans and there's something rather wonderful about the community spirit of the whole thing, albeit from largely anonymous perpetrators. Or the aforementioned knitted tank cover. As the artist behind this protest against the Iraq war points out, a tank covered in pink knitting tends to lose its authority as a weapon of mass destruction. Smaller scale projects like knitting tags might not amount to all-out anarchy, but there is something rather fun in having your neighbour get up one morning to discover a knitted cover on his front door handle. So I dare you to rise to the challenge. See what knitwear you can get in unexpected places. See how many members of the public you can freak out with a little yarn. See if you can persuade a small child that there really are knitting pixies in the garden who have strung the hedge with woolen garlands. See if you can make someone smile with your gorilla knitting. These days we could all do with a laugh and a reminder that not everything in the world is about banking. Last week, we were looking at some resources online that can help you with technique or if you're um, uh, having problems and and sort of troubleshoot through something that's going wrong. Um, In the same vein of uh, improving your knitting or improving your your handmade skills generally, um, I thought it might be useful to look at um, uh, some sort of real life workshops and courses you can do, um, should you so wish, all of which have excellent websites and online information and things you can look up because um, there are loads of places now offering some really great courses, some of them a bit more um, serious or academic or long-term and others that are just for a day or an evening um, that you can do for fun or as a party or in a group or, you know, whatever you like. Um, so there really is something for everyone. Continuing our theme of guerrilla knitting, um, the first thing to mention is Craft uh, Guerrilla, which is the home of East London, Craft Gorilla. And uh, they've got an event coming up on Tuesday, the 5th of May, um, which I think the Hoxton Knitting Group are thinking of going along to. So I'm really interested in that. I think I'm going to head over and have a look. I've never tried one of these evenings before. um, And it sounds like it could be pretty fun. They're holding it at 93 feet east on Brick Lane. um, And it's a monthly event. Um, which obviously has guest DJs and, you know, all the usual things you'd expect to find in a bar. Um, But then there'll also be craft projects, mini workshops, clothes swapping and alterations. And uh, so, as they say, you could then go out clubbing in a totally new outfit. Um, So, sounds like a genius plan to me. And to give you a brief quote from their uh, Guerrilla Army manifesto, um, they say, The craft Guerrilla Army is taking on the world for a better handmade existence. We've had enough of soulless, mass-produced tat, and so has the average consumer. The craft gorilla was born out of a shared idealism with regeneration, recycling, sharing of knowledge, and the revaluation of the handmade movement at its heart. Well, it's hard to disagree with that, isn't it? I think that sounds brilliant as a a manifesto, uh, you know, with wool, scissors, some good glue, and uh, see what you can do. And, of course, they're not the only ones who run evenings like this. So it's always worth having a quick look online and there's bound to be something near to you, Um, especially if you've you've got a local knitting group or a local yarn store, they're bound to know about these things. And it's great how it's often um, mixed with... um, you know, really interesting club nights or quirky bars or they get DJs in. They're sort of mixing it and, into a whole social event. And it's also quite a nice thing to take along a non-knitter to. You know, if you've got friends who are interested in that sort of thing, but maybe they don't do any knitting or they don't generally do that kind of thing, it's quite a fun way to um, introduce them to some, some th- the fun of the handmade. Looking at some of the other courses available, um, I thought we'd take a look at the slightly more serious end of the scale um, no less fun but slightly more academic so this is a course that i actually did a few years ago with the london college of fashion um and it's uh fashion knitwear design and uh it took about three or four months i think going in one evening a week um for about three hours or so at a time and it was led by um a woman who is a professional knitwear designer for um uh, some high end fashion houses. And just talking to her was quite interesting just to see how that side of things works, because for me it was very far removed from my own experience of making a few bits and pieces at home. Um, and it was actually really interesting. You learned a lot about how, um, you know, if you're designing on a much bigger scale, how they source different yarns, where they actually get made. And obviously, this was really mostly sourcing material that was then going to be made by machine but actually they had a lot of hand knit stuff as well where you'd have an army of knitters in Kent somewhere who would all be sent this pattern and have to make up however many copies were needed by hand. Um, But equally, you know, they're using factories in Germany or Japan or China. And that, you know, the scale of the thing was quite hard to get your head around. Um, And talking about the um, sort of uh, uh, industry events that take place, you know, there's a big event in Italy when everybody goes to look at the new yarns that all the the yarn factories are making over there. Um, So it really is just the scale of it was huge. But what was great about that was that you had to design your own knitwear range as part of the course. So everybody had to design sort of six or eight pieces and you had to think about, you know, what mar- market you were targeting it at, what price range, what, you know, was it was it a sort of spring or winter collection um, and uh, get a colour palette together and ju- again, it, just thinking on thi- of, of things on a much bigger scale and. Um, and thinking about the choices that go into designing things. Uh, we didn't have to write the patterns for anything, thank goodness. We did have to do sketches, which in my case were quite frankly well tragic. It was a bit like play school. Again, I can't draw to save my life. Unfortunately, um, this doesn't really seem to matter, as long as you can convey something of what the, the, the finished garment is meant to look like. Nobody seems to mind too much um, if it doesn't look entirely like a person that's modelling it. Um, But so that was really interesting. It was very informative and it was quite good for giving you sort of gave me a bit more of an insight into things, and a bit more confidence, actually, to be a bit more ambitious with with, with these things. So um, I highly recommend those as well as the the fashion knitwear design course. They do others in hand knitting. Um, They do another in machine knitting. Uh, There's another called uh, Knit Fashion Fabrics. Um, so they have all sorts of things, and they do change it each year. you know it, it, it can vary slightly. Um, but well worth a look if you'd like to sort of study a bit more intensively. Um, then looking at uh, the sort of slightly more light-hearted end of the scale, um, I can highly recommend a couple of local yarn shops in London that do brilliant courses, classes, and clinics for your knitting. A couple of fairly obvious contenders. um, There's Iknit, who you're bound to know down in Waterloo, um, who do some great classes in both knitting and crochet. Um, They have one in sock knitting. And um, I think their their schedule obviously tends to change now and again. And often they they, um, add it into a charity project that they're doing at the time. They have events for that, so everyone can go along and knit together on um, their current charity cause. Um, so they're great fun and it's very sociable um, down there and not too expensive and uh, so well worth a look then the other um, yarn store that does a similar thing is Loop in Islington um, which is one of the prettiest yarn shops you will ever go into it's also incredibly dangerous because I, it's like a candy shop and I always just want to buy everything in there and they, they have a lot of luxury yarns and things that I really can't afford but you know what it's like it's just too tempting. Anyway, they also do some classes um, th- that are both for beginners, improvers, um, and slightly more advanced techniques. Um, they cover, uh, they've got Fair Isle finishing techniques, a children's knitting class, which I think is a nice idea, um, sock knitting. And once a month, they do what they call an SOS clinic. Um, so if you're having a crisis, <laughs> head along to that, and um, they will give you some tea and talk you down off the ledge and uh, persuade you that, that that all will be well. Um, and they, they have a beginner's crochet class as well. Again, as with all of these, the dates and the, the schedule of them can, can change, so I won't bother giving you sort of more information. You have to check as and when you fancy doing it. Um, but uh, looks like a lot of fun. Um, another one to try, which I just think is genius, is the Make Lounge which I'm desperate to go to, I'm determined. The problem is trying to pick which workshop to go to. Um, The Make Lounge, as the name suggests, uh, makes stuff, basically. And they hold workshops where you can go along for a session, um, just for a few hours, to do a particular project. Um, The current one they have at the top of the list, which is by far my favorite at the moment, is called Knockout Knickers. And sure enough, you go along, make your own pants. I think it's genius, the ones they have in the picture are all very pretty and sort of what looks a bit like um, Liberty printed fabric with bows and ribbons and things. And so you you could make some quite elaborate uh, bloomers if if you fancied. Um, For some of these, they do, I mean, with that particular one, they point out that it's not a beginner's course. You need to be able to use a sewing machine um, quite simply by the look of it. You just need to be able to sew a straight seam. But if you can do that, then you're welcome to join that class. So it's good that they do give you all the information of what you need to be able to do to come, which is nice. Um, another one they have is to make a reversible sling handbag. Uh, very environmentally friendly too, I expect. Um, you can do some crochet fashion accessories. Um, and uh, they do knitting ones as well. Um, they also do a leather class. You can make your own belt. Um, survival sewing now I think this would be genius is teaching you how you can um, fix your own clothes you know if you need to um, change the size of something if you need to take the hem up do you need to replace buttons, clasps you know simple repairs um, and shows you exactly how to do it all which I think is brilliant you'd save a fortune on tailoring or you could totally revamp half your wardrobe or we all have things that sit at the back of the wardrobe that you just never wear because it's a bit too loose around the waist or the trousers are a bit long or the skirt kind of, it, you know, it falls too low. You feel like a grandma. So you just never wear them when actually a few minor alterations and you'd probably live in it. It'd be Brilliant. So I really should try and do that one because I'm, I'm hopeless with those things. I can't do hems to save my life. Buttons I can pretty much manage, but that's as far as it goes. Um, other options. What do we have? You can make an A-line skirt. Uh, You can make some jewellery, they've got cocktail rings as one particular session. Um, See, I'm addicted to this. They just have such a range of projects. It's fantastic. Um, Anna, this is a good one as the weather gets warmer. They've got one where you can make a uh, a festive fascinator. Um, You know those things, they're not quite hats, but they're not really hair clips either, sort of a a hair clip that's gone crazy. Um, And uh, so you can go and make yourself a little hat However you like, be quite useful if you have a wedding coming up over the summer maybe. Special occasion, can't find the one you want, make it yourself, make it to match your outfit. Endless possibilities. Um, What else do we have? Oh, here we go. You can bring along uh, four to five items of clothing that you never wear anymore and revamp them in a workshop and, and alter your clothes to sort of give them a new lease of life. So you see there's endless endless projects and I love the fact that a lot of them are based on using stuff you already have or doing a small simple project that will give you a nice accessory or something you can use a lot and most of the courses seem to be sort of 30 or 40 pounds maybe um, for the session and they provide materials and refreshments and I think it's all quite, you know, from people I know who've, who've been it's all very jolly and, and sociable, and they're a very friendly bunch by the sounds of it. They also Twitter, and um, they always sound very enthusiastic and cheerful on Twitter, which I think is a good sign. Um, the other thing they do, which I think is a brilliant idea, is they do parties. So if you've got a bunch of friends who are into the handmade, um, then drag them along. You know, I, I say drag. You know, enthusiastically, you all bound along. Obviously, not dragging people against their will. Um, but uh, they do loads of hen parties which I think would be quite fun You know, before you all go out and get drunk all go and make a hat or some jewellery or uh, you can do tiaras wouldn't that be fantastic if you had a bride-to-be and all her bridesmaids and off you go and make tiaras for a couple of hours and then go and wear them out on the town I think it's a brilliant idea Um, so if you want something a bit different for a party uh, they do children's parties as well um and they also do things like making bath and body products um so it's not just clothing and, ju- and jewelry there's all kinds of things they do so i think they're fabulous and there seems to be no end to uh to, to what you you can do there i saw a twitter uh, earlier this week where they were talking about the new fabric they just received for their bikini class so um you really can make anything and everything and they will show you how so i r- highly recommend having a look at what they have there um the other place I love, and which is slightly less London centric, which is a good thing, um, is from the fashion label Keep and Share. Um, it's a knitwear label um, that is up in Hereford, and um, it's Amy Twigger. Oh, now let me pronounce this right. Amy Twigger Hol- Holroyd um, is uh, is the designer, and she makes various pieces. She does machine knitting, but it's all you know, sort of done by hand. And her collection is always lovely, Um, sadly out of my price range. But I do really like her her knitwear. It's all very sort of practical and wearable um, in very pretty wearable colours. But the construction she uses is always really fascinating. Everything they make is seamless on the machine. And there are always really interesting textures, often with using sort of two or three colours just for embellishment for the edging or cuffs and that kind of thing and uh, so the textures and the stitch patterns she uses and and the structure of the garments are really interesting um so they're very pretty things that that pretty practical interesting things she makes which as i as i say sadly i can't afford but the other thing she does which is equally brilliant is um workshops uh sadly you have to be able to get to hereford for these and they most of them last a weekend so You couldn't just sort of pop up for the day because they go on the Saturday and Sunday. Um, But if that's close enough for you, um, they look brilliant. She has one on machine knitting, uh, another on hand knitting, um, one on punch cards and making punch cards for machine knitting. Um, You can do one where you learn their seamless techniques, how you do seamless knitting on a sewing machine. Um, They have another very sweet idea where two of their most popular cardigans, you can go and, and make one for yourself over the weekend so not only would you learn some machine knitting you'd have a lovely new cardigan to take away with you at the end of it um and again another sort of hen party idea that's very sweet is called um team knitting day and that's where a group of you can um all go together and you all make um a uh a section of what will then become um a blanket a wall hanging or a cushion or, you know, whatever you wanted it to be, but you'd end up with a large piece of fabric with all the different sections had each been made by an individual person and then they'd all be grouped together, Um, which I think is a really lovely idea, actually, particularly as as a sort of wedding present or something or a a christening gift, maybe, if you and a bunch of friends got together. It'd be a lovely sort of heirloom to pass on. Um, So there's some really nice ideas and I think there are workshops where you really would learn a lot but it's just a case of getting to Hereford in my, in, for me would, would be a little bit problematic, but a great idea. So if you, if you hear of any others, do let me know. Um, and I think, I, personally, I think I'm definitely going to be heading down to the Make Lounge at some point. And um, yes, hopefully coming up with some blooming bloomers. Now, it seems only fair that after all this effort, you know, you've been out late at night, gorilla knitting, you've been along to the workshops, you've been dancing yourself silly, at uh, at, at one of the guerrilla events. And, you know, I think you're entitled to um, a a little uh, retail therapy of your own. So where to look if you're after something a bit more unusual, if you don't want to just uh, be buying something that's mass-produced and on every other high street in Britain. um, There are some great online places you can look at. Um, Some of them do cross over, so some of the places I mentioned might... Stock some of the same labels and things. You know there is a, there is a certain amount of crossover. Some of them are based in the states. There's a couple in the UK, um, and I'm sure you have heard of others that I won't have mentioned here. So do pass them on if you've got any good tips. Um, I won't talk about Etsy because I'm assuming you all all of you already know Etsy. Fabulous, lots of great handmade items to be had there, um, and lots of UK. Designers are on there too, which makes life a little bit easier with postage and, and so on. Um, so Etsy, fabulous. Um, other places you could try that have a similar vibe to Etsy, but um, slightly different range of material. Um, one that I really love is called Not on the High Street, which as the, you know does what it says on the tin, basically. Um, lots of unique designers and shops that are all based on this one website. And I think these sites are brilliant, for, for, particularly for gifts. Um, you know, if you're looking for something unusual for special occasions, they are brilliant because so many of them you can personalise with dates or names or phrases or you can, you know, you can choose the colour or the material they use. Um, and a lot of them are just really unusual. They're not things that you would find if you just nip down to the shops. And so it means you don't run the risk of, you know, giving somebody at a wedding yet another toaster. Um, you know, wedding gi- wedding gift lists and things can be great, can be really useful. But sometimes it's nice to just give them something a little quirky um, that that they can um, you know keep in their new home. Um, so there's all sorts of things. There's lots of very lovely jewellery. Um, I love the bespoke word bangles where you have a silver bangle that's been hammered quite sort of flat, and so it gives a, a flat surface on which you can have inscribed whatever you like. So some people just have a word or a name. Other people have a message. Um, some people apparently have even used them to propose, um, which is a lot of planning, it has to be said. Um, but they're very lovely. Um, as I say, lots of things with, with names, um, which can be great for, for children and things. Um, you can personalise T-shirts, decorations, wall hangings, all sorts. Um, lots of things for the home, whether it's furnishing or house signs or crockery, Um all sorts of bits and pieces so not on the high street is great fun to have a look at um again similar sort of vein is supermarket hq which i think is a bit of a curious name because it's 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 the complete antithesis of a supermarket but maybe that's the point maybe that's i'm just missing the irony of the name but um anyway again a great site and you know um as all of these very easy to navigate um great photography of um all the different objects. Um, and this one has some great t shirts um, and clothing designs and things, as well as more sort of household objects. Um, again, very strong on jewellery, um, some really lovely pieces. And the other thing these sites do really well are, are items for children um, loads of really unusual toys or t shirts or clothes and things. Um, and a lot of them tend to be really, either really practical and you know useful things that um, that they could really you know play with a lot, or that they, they often do a really nice line in very traditional toys, which people quite like. You know that whole sort of nostalgia thing. They do great wooden toys or handcrafted things. Or again, it's just rather than something plastic that's going to fall apart in two seconds or that needs batteries, which you just know the parents won't have in the house. Um, you know you can go with something a little bit more classic um so supermarket hq another one to check out um another favorite of mine is uh, that you may well have come across is twisted twee which possibly has my favorite name for one of these shops ever i think it's brilliant um and they do baby things and grown up things it's how they d- divide um The two categories. Um, And they do lots of very sweet T-shirts and pillowcases and things. They also do some knitted items. They do knitted rings, of all things. Um, They do a wonderful self-help T-shirt, which is um, written in mirror writing. So if you look at yourself in the mirror, it has very helpful messages, such as, uh, damn, you're a good mother. So if uh, anybody you could do with a a smile and uh, a little reassurance, I thought that was quite a fun idea, Um, they do knitted... Tippets, very colourful little neckties um, that have been uh, in in wool by the look of it, uh, which are very pretty. Um, They do something called bad bunting, guaranteed to put a dampener on any occasion. There you go, the ultimate in pessimistic party accessories. You can get bunting that reads, uh, it will end in tears or uh, life ain't no party. There you go, just just stop your guests getting too carried away at, uh, at a celebration. Um, slightly alarmingly, you can get portrait pants, which, as the name suggests, uh, cotton Y fronts that have a portrait on the front, which might be Henry VIII, it might be Shakespeare, it might be Gordon Brown. Personally, I think Gordon Brown on your pants, it's just a bit wrong, isn't it? I don't know, I find it quite a disturbing image, but maybe that's just me. Um, So lots of very fun, sort of more novelty items Um again, unusual, um, give people a bit of a giggle. Um, so they're quite fun as a as a tongue-in-cheek, slightly kitschy handmade items. Um, so lots of fun, but I think it's great to have a look around at these sites sometimes. And you know, it's good to avoid the high street on occasion, isn't it? And not to get something that's um just been mass-produced and highly unoriginal. So if you don't have time to make something yourself then at least you can still find something handmade um, to give as a a special gift. And one last thought before I go, I wanted to mention something that you may have seen on Ravelry, um, which is from a site that has the wonderful name of Questionable Content, um, which I think is a great name for a blog. Um, And it has a very fun uh, comic strip up about knitting, which made me laugh. And, And I will say no more. I will just let you read it. So the link is on the blog click through and um, have a bit of a giggle Um, as I say I hope you've all been enjoying the long weekend a nice four day break I hope you're all eating lots of chocolate doing lots of knitting and um, fingers crossed it stays sunny and not too much rain and uh, thanks very much